0: Hi, this is Haley Joel Osment, and I just wanted to wish everyone at Boonta Vista a hearty congratulations on 200 episodes. Thanks for all the years and all the laughs. Peace.
1: Hello and welcome, Borde Vista, episode two hundred and one. My name is Ben and I am here in the top secret lab in which the novel coronavirus was created. With me is Andrew, head scientist of the Dutch research team that secretly created novel coronavirus on purpose. Andrew, what do you have to say for yourself? It tastes delicious. <laughs> I had actually put fifty bucks down on oopsie doopsie, so that was a delightful, <laughs> delightful surprise. <laughs> it was very much on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> to what end was it? Is the deliciousness a byproduct, or did you make it because it's delicious? I was actually
2: trying to make something really delicious, and it turned out to be highly infectious.
1: Uh, wait a second, is this a new strain of the coronavirus that's highly infectious? Ah, oh, fuck! It does taste very good. <laughs> <laughs> mm. To to
2: the extent that I wanted a salad dressing, it, is <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has been a success. Historically, uh, this salad dressing has the highest taste to body count ratio <laughs> of any oh. hitherto made.
2: <laughs> we don't really have numbers on how much ranch dressing has gone bad and taken a life, you know?
1: <laughs> Not mm-hmm. to hand, no. Uh, if you are a listener of the show, Judd... And you have at hand uh, the number of people in Australia that have been killed by salad dressing. Please, 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 please give me that number.
2: Surely more people in America have to have been killed by salad dressing due to their, uh, like, salmonella and eggs kind of situation, you know? Yes,
1: definitely. Because they love the taste of salmonella. <laughs> well, do. you know, any
2: anything mayonnaise-based, potential
1: killer. Uh, also with us is Theo, who helped. And he's Dutch as well, because this is a Dutch lab where novel coronavirus is... Cr- cr- novel...
3: Com-
4: coronavirus. coronavirus.
3: <laughs> novel com- coronavirus. The secret is, uh, the secret is uh, sugar, spice, and dried skin of mice. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: and <laughs> that
2: he moved here from France.
1: <laughs> it's the ancient scientific rule that the ingredients in your concoction must rhyme. <laughs> mm. Uh, And finally, also with us is Lucy, who is the least morally culpable, because while technically employed by the lab, she spends her whole working week reading sexy fan fiction about the Buffy spin-off, Angel. Oh, Angel, (laughs) you are a card, but I love it.
4: That is so
1: true. I was going to
2: say, can I interrupt you to say that your face is really...
4: Yeah, it's really a mix saying of
2: emotions. this yeah. is correct. Sorry,
0: is there something wrong with watching one of the greatest television shows of all time?
2: No, no, but I do have some follow up questions. Um, mm. First one is Did you, oh, it's a two part question. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did you find the character Spike attractive, and what age were you when you found him attractive?
0: Yes. And at, at all ages? Actually, that's not true. I definitely, when I was younger, <laughs> I thought that Xander was the hot one. But I was so incorrect because the oh, hot one was clearly Spike. Good so.
1: Lord, you fucking nerd! I was a child. I, I
0: was, was a s- child, so. Yeah.
2: Jesus you Christ. you were getting your brain pumped full of those Joss Whedonisms, you know?
0: That's right. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, uh, I fell down a, a sad little rabbit hole <laughs> the other day of reading... The Wikipedia entry of the actor Nicholas Brendan is Nicholas it Brendan, Brendan. Nicholas, Nicholas, uh, Brendan, Nicholas, Brendan, Nicholas he Brendan. He's
0: not he's not good.
2: <laughs> that motherfucker is having a bad time. He's having a bad uh,
0: time since Buffy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you read his Wikipedia, it's basically like starting acting, Buffy. 600 incidents of uh, sexually harassing people and punching folks while drunk at a Comic-Con. Oh, no. Oh. Which,
3: so which one is he? He was Xander.
0: Xander. He was the, the,
2: mm. the, quippy, the quippy non-vampire friend, you know?
3: Not the librarian.
2: No, no. that was uh, Giles, played by Giles. Anthony Giles.
1: Head. Yes, that's Anthony right. Head? He would never
0: do anything wrong. Anthony Stewart Head.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I bet that guy loves soup, because he's a real stew head.
3: I'm, I'm
4: Ooh, working on something
3: on a Stewart head revisited, bride's head revisited <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> let oh, us know completed that one. Uh,
0: for the record, I do have Giles tattooed on my body, so if he is cancelled, <laughs> that will be extremely Ooh. embarrassing for me, and I hope that he behaves well for the rest of his natural life.
2: I I don't think he's cancelled because I just um I just watched the first season of the show Ted Lasso, Lasso, mm-hmm. uh which I'm gonna be honest it's very normy to say but I enjoyed it very much it was just nice you know it was just nice it was it was it actually felt weird to be watching something where it was like a season of the sh- of a show that was like uh distinctly not cynical okay uh, and I was like huh, this feels weird to work with, pretty nice. But Anthony Head is in that, uh, in a role as like a kind of, uh, you know, villainous Rupert Murdoch billionaire type of, type of role. Okay. So I feel like if he was cancelled, he wouldn't be in
3: that show that's happening right now.
0: Well, let's hope he was a perfect man for his entire life.
3: And famously actors yeah. face consequences <laughs> for Perfect their people for their yeah, behavior.
4: Sure
1: uh, uh, has never, anybody watched uh, it again.
2: Has anybody watched the new Netflix movie Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder one?
0: No. I, is that a Zack no, Snyder movie? I thought hmm. they were just
3: talking about fucking whatever the one was that he yeah. already made with the bus. Justice League? Dead of the Dead. Land yeah. of Lord of the Dead. Mr. Dead. Day of the Dead. Yeah. His his
2: first theatrical release was the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the
3: Dead. Day
1: of the Soldier. That's what I said. That's right.
2: That's quite a while ago. And so his new movie, outside of re-editing uh, Justice League to make it four hours long and make more sense than the Joss Whedon one. Um, back to Joss Whedon again. Uh, it was this Army of the Dead zombie movie, which yeah. I enjoyed. But I only just found out that, uh, so Tig Notaro was in it. Right? As mm-hmm. this helicopter pilot. And uh she's fun and everything, but I just found out that when the movie was originally filmed, it had uh comedian and accused sex pest, Chris Delia,
4: mm-hmm. in
2: that role. And then everything came out after huh. they had shot a bunch of stuff. Right, shot, I read that. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and they shot T- a Taro. Ghost. They shot her shot- scene separately, yeah.
2: They shot all of her stuff in green screen and completely subbed her into his role uh, after the fact.
0: Good. Love it. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Shout out to Tig Notaro.
3: Big
4: fan. Great
2: comedian. And we loved her in Zack Snyder's film, (laughs) Army of the Dead.
3: Kevin Spacey also getting back out there.
2: Just getting in the mix,
1: you know. Just yeah, just of those back videos, out there. <laughs> where his <laughs> in character is the guy from that TV show, being yeah. like, "Well, if you don't like Kevin, me being a sex offender, he, he
2: didn't actually do that, did he?"
1: <laughs> uh, he's done. He did another one of those a couple months ago. A
2: couple of months ago, uh, <sighs> the last one I remember is the one where it, like had the had a photo of the Queen on his mug
1: or something. You he know? did another Christmas one. I'm pretty sure. Oh.
0: What
1: a f- what a
2: fucking unit! What oh, yuck. Couldn't he have stayed as the uh, beautiful actor that we all knew from the film K Pax.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Was he really an alien? I have no way of knowing. Forgot about K Pax. You know
3: (laughs) Haven't seen never got around to it.
2: All right, so let's let's have a let's have a quick examination here. Uh, folks, can we each nominate a creative artist of some kind? Who is supposedly cancelled, but we still fuck with?
3: Brand new, sorry.
0: Oh no, okay, that's yeah.
2: Wait, why is
3: Brand New (laughs) cancelled? Oh, so the the vocalist was like single sex best. Yeah, like hey, don't sex that team. Mm, like with um, any
0: like pop punk adjacent band, it's very yep. common.
2: Yeah, it's almost weird if, it, weird if it hasn't happened.
3: At and the then moment, he had right? to yeah. kind of go go crawling back to yeah, because he, he's because he's quite a quite a Christian man, and go through all that sort of deal. Uh, and uh, yeah. but anyway, it's a good good album. Like it is a good album. album. It's, it's a great album.
0: You new. can't blame the whole band. I you have can't been blame the whole band.
3: There's a whole there's other mm. people involved. And, you know, while we're talking about Lost Prophets, let's... Yeah, <laughs> Lost Prophets, <Never, laughs> good I've band. Never, I've never It's not the to band's
0: them. fault. It's not the band's I'm not, fault. I'm
3: not going to do that.
0: Pretty bad, though, pretty bad. Mm, um, I've been watching the new season of Master of None, which is a Z oh. Zansari show, but also has some other great writers as well and yeah, people involved I, in it. It's a good show. I saw
2: the trailer for new episodes and Elder was like, oh, yeah, we like some of that, right? I was like, yeah, but he's
3: cancelled. We don't like that anymore, honey.
0: <laughs> I Lucy, Lucy
2: anymore, You did, don't. Did you watch his last comedy special?
0: I did. Yes.
3: Where
2: like where it's all in black and white, and he starts the show by having like a serious addressing of of his. At accusations least he went before. for it.
0: He wasn't like, oh, cancel culture has been too gone too far these days. He was like, I fucked up, and then I really had to think about everything that I've done in my life.
2: Although yeah. the Aziz Ansari one, I feel like was something that a lot of people looked at and said, this reads a lot like two adults having a, a bad really time. shitty date. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: We've definitely talked uh, about the Aziz Ansari situation before. Mm.
2: Probably. All right, so you're on season season two of Master of... Na- is it season
0: two? Season three. There's a new one. Season three. The new one just okay. out. Mm-hmm.
2: Ben, who's your cancelled person you're still fucking with?
1: I mean, I don't know if I'd say that much, but I still think the movie Chinatown is a good movie. Uh, but that yeah. man is a pederast, so... You and me,
2: buddy. I was just about to say Roman Polanski. I'm not going to stop
1: watching Roman Polanski movies. I mean, I've stopped watching <laughs> wow. all of them except every couple of years I'll rewatch Chinatown and be like, "Ah, oh, it's a good movie." But, uh, not- man, it's betterass. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Uh, you're not
2: slapping on Rosemary's Baby every now and then. I haven't watched it for a long time. It's
1: a good movie as well. I mean, he's a competent
2: God.
3: film director.
1: What are you going to say? I, I watch
2: that movie. Fucking goes so hard. It's so good.
3: <laughs> I watched 15 minutes of what? Whatever- What's the Woody Allen one with Diane Keaton? Manhattan? Manhattan?
0: No. no. Oh, um, Annie, Hall. Annie Hall.
3: Annie Hall. And uh, it wasn't funny. And I was like, people, I was about are to say. A- people are defending a pedophile over this? <laughs> I
0: was going to say, you don't have to worry about, like, watching Woody Allen's movies because they're bad. They aren't good. Bad.
3: You don't <laughs> even Not have to. Man. There's no moral kind of conundrum there. But there's, there's, <laughs> also, th-
2: there's also 170 Woody Allen movies, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, Jesus. what are you going to do? Watch 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 all
0: I did the oh. same thing I watched half of Annie Hall and I was like this is this sucks you guys ever,
1: <laughs> ever heard that quote from Orson Welles talking about why he hates Woody Allen yeah oh, uh,
3: nasty little pervert freak oh, uh, it's so I don't good don't find it. it's F- so find, find perfect. for though.
2: like like if you watch like uh you know an Albert Brooks movie like an Albert Brooks directed or or like
3: like Drive
1: yeah yeah famous Albert Brooks movie <laughs> Drive or Finding yep. Nemo
3: yeah yeah Oh. <laughs> if you're watching an Albert if, Brooks movie like Taxi Driver
2: if you watch an Albert Brooks movie like Defending Your Life or something you know that's that's something Absolutely. where you are getting the essence of him as a person and a character and all that sort of stuff and like like Larry David you know except when I do see the Woody Allen one I'm like fuck this guy, this
3: guy are there sucks. any movies about Woody Allen um, raising a child and then marrying her mm. <laughs> Is there any movies in which he he raises his partner's child from very young age, takes her to like ball games and stuff? And there's photo evidence, etc. Uh, uh-huh. in this in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, if then you he's will. like,
2: "What if we
1: got
3: married? Yeah, what if we had sex now?" <laughs>
2: didn't that, uh,
3: didn't ben? Do you have this quote for
1: reason? me? I certainly do. Uh Orson Welles Wells on. Sorry about that. Woody Allen. He is arrogant. Like all people with timid personalities, his arrogance is unlimited. Anybody who speaks quietly and shrills up in company is unbelievably arrogant. He acts shy, but he's not. He's scared. He hates himself. And he loves himself. A very tense situation. It's people like me who have to carry on and pretend to be modest. To me, it's the most embarrassing thing in the world. A man who presents himself at his worst to get laughs in order to free himself from his hang-ups. Everything he does on the
3: screen is therapeutic. Oh.
1: Just oh, that is that
0: is so him. true. Oh, it's yeah. so harsh. Yeah, the
3: problem the problem with that is that that's there's a lot of collateral damage involved with me reading that.
0: <laughs> no, there's a specific kind of guy. There's a Woody Allen type of guy. I mean, that's oh, oh, okay. Ah, oh, geez, oh, I'm inched. Ah, oh, geez. But Theo, it's you've never made yeah. about
1: <laughs> how you can't fuck good. Uh, you
2: <laughs> see, so you compare that right to as as like just a cutting assessment of somebody. Oh, we're really getting like, into uh, this. Uh, did anybody see that um, nine, I think like 1976 interview with James Khan in Playboy?
1: Oh, I saw some <laughs> screenshots that came yeah. out on Twitter the other day, yeah.
2: So like, so like, just what you were saying then from that quote of like people like me who have to pretend to be modest, <laughs> where it's like, you know, there, there are sometimes when people drag like, you know, uh, celebrities or personalities or whatever, and I'm just like, you know what, if you're like Really good looking and young and making millions of dollars and doing cool shit. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just fucking act the fool and play the part, you know? Uh, James Caan says in this interview with Playboy in the 70s, Lately I've been reading some bullshit articles about me and these trash fan magazines about what a macho fucking pig I am. About how I get loaded and go around smacking people, humping women in the gutter and all that shit. I can't believe the crap they come up with. Playboy. You mean you're not a macho man? Uh, you mean you're not a macho pig? Can't. Anybody says I am, I'll kick the shit out of him. <laughs> no, I mean, I was brought up to defend myself if I have to, but I've never started a fight in my life. I can't remember the last time somebody started one with me. When I take a drink, which isn't often, mostly wine, I get happy and I laugh a lot. I've never fucked a woman in the gutter, not without putting a pillow under her first. <laughs> Chivalry ain't <laughs> completely dead.
0: Oh, oh that's this beautiful. dude Wow.
2: Uh, nice. and then he just goes on to like, um, completely insult the interviewer, uh, throughout the thing. Playboy interviewer says, you were talking about what you, why you don't like to do interviews. James Kahn says, that shouldn't come as a surprise with schmucks like you to work with. No offense. As my friend Mel Brooks said in his Playboy interview to another one of you assholes, Well, oh, there I go again. Sorry. <laughs> You're really not as bad as this guy who did an awful, I mean, an unbelievably stupid interview with me a year ago. At the end, trying to be cute, he said, What's the dumbest question you've ever been asked in an interview? I thought for a second and said, That's it. Uh, Playboy, you may not like interviews, but you seem to be having a pretty good time doing this one so far. Khan, no thanks to you, shit face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that is the dream. Just, interview.
2: Yeah, just, it's like, you know, you're in your 20s or your 30s. You're making mm-hmm. a fuckload of money. You got you more cocaine to than God. Want. Yeah, mm-hmm. why not? Why not just lean into it instead of uh, you know doing the Woody Allen? But I'm shy. I'm, shy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anxious.
3: <laughs> I'd never, I'd never swan about like that. <laughs> you probably wouldn't make a hundred movies. It's too about dangerous. It.
4: <laughs>
2: his, like what his thing for ages was just to bang out like a movie a year, right? That was Woody Allen's deal. Yeah, he's going to make one movie every year.
1: A movie where he played himself. Must have been really hard to write.
2: It was better when they got like when they got Owen Wilson or somebody to play Woody Allen, but it's still a Woody Allen movie, you know? mm. Roman Polanski though. Mm. I'd flee <laughs> yep. to Europe with that guy. And how would he get there? By plane. By mm-hmm.
0: Jeffrey Epstein plane. Mhm. <laughs>
2: Oh, and we love to talk about planes here on this podcast, here in another edition of Plainly Speaking. Ah, this is your captain speaking. Please return your seats to their upright positions as we are coming in hot on another edition of Plainly Speaking. Lucy, you like planes,
1: right?
0: I do like planes. And I have been thinking about getting my recreational pilot's license this Fuck year.
1: Fuck yeah! Very excited. Oh, yeah. It's
0: very expensive. I have to give up eb- everything else in my life.
4: <laughs> can well, you I? Won't can give I, up your wines though?
2: Will
1: you?
0: <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs>
2: can I? Can I make a confession, Lucy?
0: Mm. Go on. I
2: don't know if I have told you this, but um, maybe maybe like the year before last, it was it was pre-pandemic. It was pre-pandemic. So, year before last. I was um, in my, what was currently my new job, uh, and there was the Christmas party, right? So okay. they, they had some things at work before we went off to the pub. And one of the things at work was they had like a, a, a little bingo machine, right? And they did bingo. And uh, they did that for a bunch of people, and I won one of the prizes.
4: Mm-hmm. And the
2: prize that I won was free flying lesson. Okay. It was just, just go out to this uh go out to this airstrip yeah. and mm-hmm, just like fl- great. get to fly a plane for an hour. Yep. And I went, Man, that's awesome. And I took my piece of paper that had my coupon thing on it, and I put it in my bag, and then I just went about my business for a year and I just my
0: didn't. My go. goodness, you, piece you motherfucker. Of shit. Yeah, yeah, they're I expensive. Just,
2: I, well that's that is that is for real one of those things that I look at and go, totally fucked up by not just doing a thing. Just forgetting about yeah. it, not doing it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to do the thing, and it's going to cost a lot of money. And I was telling my mom about it. My mum got her pilot's license in the 70s. And okay. she told me that she couldn't be a pilot then. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. And then she told me, when I was telling her that I was going to get my pilot's license, about the fact that um, Ansett. You remember Ansett, the airline? We do
4: remember mm-hmm. Ansett.
0: Yeah, everyone shout loves out to Ansett. Oh, <laughs> Sh- no, yeah, shout out to Ansett. She was saying how they had a big court case about the fact that they wouldn't let women be pilots. And I was like, mm, I don't know, 1980, that sounds pretty late. Maybe my mum's exaggerating a little bit. And then I found out that she certainly wasn't. Um, and then I found out how many women are pilots which was very shocking to me. Have a, have a little guess. Anyone want to have a guess how many pilots in 2021 of all stages of, of pilotism are ladies? Oh, okay.
2: Pilotism. Little, mm. Like mm-hmm. world, worldwide? Worldwide?
0: Yeah, worldwide. Because so, there's not a lot of variation between countries. There's some, but not much. My, uh, my guess uh, here is
1: based on the 2002 to 2008 graphic novel series Why the Last Man in issue number one. He talks Mm -hmm. about the statistics of the ramifications of if every man died, of, like, how many people out of each trade uh, would have died. And I don't know if these are real, but in issue number one of that, the first page, he says that 98% of commercial airline pilots die. So 2% of commercial airline pilots in the US at that time were women. claim.
2: but that also expects you to have a gauge for roughly how many commercial airline pilots there are in the U.S. Which, personally, I don't. I'm mm. I'm gonna guess. All right, here's my actual mm. guess.
4: Yeah,
2: I'm gonna guess that in 2021 there are 500 female pilots. Which which to me I think is a low number. That's, that's a that's super a very low, low number. number.
1: You're talking globally commercial airline pilots or recreational airline pilots as well. This is also uh,
0: including just recreational pilots.
2: Oh fuck! Okay. Oh. Mm. I thought we were talking about. Rec- you know what? Let's let's go all the way up to eight hundred.
3: I'm going what three thousand.
0: What okay. percent do you guys think that is of, of all pilots?
3: Two percent. I'm going with Ben's figure. One. I'm percent. sticking with. I'm going to say two. one percent. You
0: guys have gone crazy. I was shocked by these statistics. So it's five percent. Five that's percent of all crazy. pilots are women, and I think that's fucking crazy.
2: I was say, trying to shoot as low as possible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: I was I was sure this was going to be there are 12. I figured it would be less pilots. because
0: women weren't allowed to be pilots for a very long time. I was 5%. like it's oh, not going to be high. It is
1: 5%. Like in the out of every single flight I have ever caught in my entire life, one time has the captain come on the PA and it's been a lady. You make a point in my personal yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah, I've not say seen this. a lot I'm, of lady pilots. I'm going to say this.
2: We got to get those numbers up, people.
0: We do got to get those numbers (laughs) up, and maybe it's to do with the fact that becoming a pilot is insanely expensive.
2: Oh, okay. So let's (laughs) let's can we just backtrack just for a second? Because Mm. you said that you were going to get your commercial pilot's license.
0: No, God, no! I cannot afford that. So a recreational license, in which you can fly. A very small plane costs around $15,000. To become a commercial oh. airline pilot costs around $80,000 and is not yes. covered by the, um, like, you can get hex on it, but you can't get the, the subsidy that makes your university cheaper. Well, that's,
2: that's why I was asking, because I thought, mm. surely I, maybe I've misheard, because that's also announcing, like, a career direction. You know, If you're saying oh, no. I'm going to spend $80,000 on becoming a commercial pilot, that's, I, would love that's, to I do want that. to do this that's for a job. That's
0: simply not going to happen. I'll just learn to fly a tiny little Cessna. But, I used so to I work learnt- with a guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
2: On the previous episode of the podcast, I made reference to in the early 2000s working uh, at the Department of Veterans Affairs. And one of the guys I worked with had very bloodshot eyes, and Mm -hmm. he talked a lot about how he used to be a pilot.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and me—a washed-up
2: pilot. Me and one of the other guys at work would like, you know, drink with this guy and smoke weed with him and stuff. (laughs) And this—this was a guy who clearly drank, you know. And it was like Sully.
3: Yeah, he was a Sully. <laughs> he, he was a Sully. He just didn't get his chance
2: to shine. He didn't get his chance to shine. Every and Sully
1: needs his geese. <laughs> he was, uh, sure yeah. His
2: he scandal. was Denzel Washington <laughs> in the movie Flight.
3: That's what I was thinking of. One uh, of them.
2: Is. Is Sully a drunk? Is that- <laughs> oh, no, I-, I don't
0: think Sully drunk. I-, I don't
1: know anything about that man's Furies, story but Lucy away,
0: knows
2: about Sully. So- so- so-
1: that man had a few too drunk. many beers and crashed into the Hudson, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, no Sorry. Yeah.
2: Lucy, have you seen the movie Sully?
0: Yes, many times. Oh,
2: <laughs> is, that a- is that a Clint Eastwood movie?
0: No. Oh, is it? Like a Clint Eastwood directed movie? It
1: seems like the sort of thing he would Gotta direct. Be.
0: Oh, maybe. It sounds like something he would direct.
2: Uh, yeah, it was directed by Clint Eastwood, 2016.
0: Wow, um, well, it's pretty good. Tom Hanks. Okay, so is it worth watching? Plays a great Sully. Yes, I enjoyed Sully.
3: There you go, cancelled, cancelled people that you. Yeah, I mean, go. he's not cancelled. He still has millions. Of Clint dollars Eastwood and, directed. And, yeah, he keeps doing stuff. He's just shitty old more
0: man. Cancelled, to be honest.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: Clint Eastwood is just an extremely old, like mild Republican.
1: Hey, uh, try this on for size. Hmm. Cunt Eastwood.
0: Hmm. Get him.
2: You're going to act like you don't like Clint Eastwood movies now? Is that what's going on? They're all bad. Unforgiven is not bad. (laughs) Unforgiven is
1: a... Uh, I mean, that's all right. He's late stage career when he tried to make uh, uplifting movies that didn't have liberalism (laughs) in them at all. (laughs) Yeah. It's great to be like, ah, I'm an old guy and I hate people of other races, (laughs) except specifically... Gran Torino,
2: uh, which is just about, what if a nice old man shot somebody for you? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Or pretended to shoot someone for you.
1: No, what if a nice old man got shot for you?
2: Yes. Yes, that's what I would like. (laughs) A nice old man jumping in
1: front of a bullet for me and saying,
2: ah, but it's not your time.
1: You know? Don't touch my Gran Torino. Mm. Check out the movie Gran Torino.
2: Or even better. Here's the keys to my Gran Torino. That's what I would like to hear.
0: Yep. You know? Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: No, he does give it away at the end of the movie, doesn't
0: he? I don't know.
1: Spoiler
2: no. alert for the very know. old film Gran Torino. Hey,
1: Lucy, what's this about
2: planes? Anyways, feminism.
0: Mm. So, <laughs> Ansett, it turns out, hated to see a girl boss winning. <laughs> <So> Only 5%
2: <laughs> of podcast hosts are female. <laughs>
0: You guys just don't want to talk about women, but that's fine. Um, I do. So- I,
2: for the record I want to see a girl boss winning.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Deborah Laurie was the first woman to become a commercial airline pilot in nineteen eighty, which is really not that, <laughs> Ninety- not that long ago. ago.
1: That's fucking insane. Nineteen eighty was four years ago. Yeah, so this
3: 1980.
0: is like this is
3: this is not that long ago that you could ask your parents like, hey, Hey, Dad, why wouldn't you let women be pilots?
0: Yeah, well, you're going to find out why.
3: The year my, my
2: older brother was born... Uh It was the first time in the world that there had been a commercial
1: airline pilot. So, after Pong was made, you could ask your parents, hey, is it possible for women to become pilots? And they would look at you and they would say, no. Get the
2: fuck out of here. Yeah. Shut up, they'd say.
0: Well, would you like to learn why women couldn't be pilots?
3: More than anything. (laughs) It's... (laughs) I hope it's not. So, she had to
0: win a landmark sex discrimination case, which, as I understand, this is one of the first, like, sex discrimination cases to be won. So... Uh, Deborah first applied to ANSET in 1976, kept sending applications for two years. During that time, 10 fellow male flying instructors were accepted into the ANSET tr- pilot training program. She was finally interviewed in 1978 but was rejected. She then took the case of the Victorian Equal Opportunity Board and challenged ANSET's rejection under recently enacted Equal Opportunity legislation. Um, so she had her married name in the case, and it was the case of Wardley v. Ansett Transport Industries Proprietary Limited, and it was the first sex discrimination in employment case contested before the Equal Opportunity Board. Uh, so Ansett are cancelled. Um, Reg Ansett <laughs> denied the allegation of discrimination, but admitted that it was his strong personal view that women were not suited to be airline pilots.
2: They just don't have the temperament. They're always having their periods.
0: Oh, would you? That's a funny joke. <laughs>
4: oh no,
2: <laughs> that
0: is oh, a really funny no. joke. This whole thing led to a big boycott and a bunch of women tr- like cancelled their Ansett travel and their travel accounts. Ansett lost more than fifty percent of its business travel and a lot never returned. Maybe I hopefully know. this led to them declining. Go um, see, sorry, Queens.
1: You didn't. Um, You didn't use the specific phrasing about the boycott that's there in the... uh, Yes, this is
0: from the ABC. It says, a successful girlcott.
3: Yeah, there it is.
0: Now, I thought it and
3: I left it on the table.
4: Mm, But I see someone else has already...
0: The ABC did say, a successful girlcott. So, the general manager of of Ansett wrote... Ansett has adopted a policy of only employing men as pilots. This does not mean that women cannot be good pilots, but we are concerned with the provision of the safest and most efficient air service possible. In this regard, we feel that an all-male pilot crew is safer than one which the sexes are mixed. Well, like, what if one wow. of the pilot's boners
1: accidentally hits the control yoke and then <laughs> they slam into the Hudson? <laughs> I right. believe is what happened with Sully.
2: <laughs> I just really like the wording of saying, like, hey, hey. look, hey. we totally so believe. I know
0: you'd be a good pilot. We believe Theoretically,
2: you. Theoretically. <laughs> women could be. If we let you. Women could be totally great pilots. We could let.
3: P- women mm. could fly planes. We you, you Possibly have, like, beavers, otters in the future, so mm. on and so forth. We're here in the here and now, 1979. <laughs>
0: <We> <laughs> 1979.
2: Can't possibly we- imagine. We just we just don't want our planes getting like backed into another car in the grocery store
1: parking lot.
0: Yeah. Theo, yeah. I know we don't I know you want to back doing- into another plane. Theo,
1: <laughs> you were saying that as a sort of an act out, like you were saying it in the character of an Anset executive in 1979 for comedy That's right. purposes. But to you, is it a logical hierarchy that the next type of intelligent animal from women is beavers
3: and otters? Beavers and otters. <laughs> Specifically?
2: I'm I don't okay, think I'm not beavers going, and otters
1: are actually that closely
3: I'm related. I'm not going though. intelligence. I'm going with the... Oh, okay, so first of all, clearly, as far as water waterbound mammals go, they're, they're quite closely related. Are they both semi-aquatic rodents. They would have to be. Uh, secondly, I'm You're thinking gonna more a water,
2: like... a water rat in the cockpit of a ship, huh?
3: I'm thinking dexterity and the ability for, uh, uh, for a sense of direction and very good internal compasses get and fucking, able to... Get a chip up there. Can't trust a chimp. Can't trust a chimp. If anything, if this chimp. podcast is taught us one has thing...
0: Any strong cannot, position.
3: <laughs> cannot trust a chimp. If don't, the dog up there, closure, yes. don't
2: trust that chimp. <laughs> if, if the movie Madagascar 2 Back to Africa has taught us anything... It's that when putting animals in control
3: of an aircraft, they will
2: pilot directly back to their
3: homeland, as is their right. And yes. ANSET know this personally. They tried three <laughs> chimp pilots before the first female <laughs> Before
0: pilot. they just d- decided to try women. So in this case, ANSET raised a number of, je- of objections to the employment of women as pilots, including mm. that pilots needed strength, even though there is no strength test for pilots, that unions would object that women's menstrual cycles made them unsuitable yes! and finally oh, that pregnancy and childbirth would disrupt their career so i tried i did a lot of research i couldn't find the text of this case i could only find the the anset took it to the high court to try to uh, reverse the decision and they only found the judgment where they were basically like this is ridiculous i could <laughs> not find any more detail as to why a menstrual cycle made women uh, unsuitable to be pilots that's
4: so i can funny.
0: only assume it's like they thought that you like that they you get might get your period is it like or is it emotions or like you, you might get your period while you're flying the plane and be like oh no you know <laughs>
2: how, you know how women with their periods are always unable to perform their duties in their jobs
0: that's right. They would just start yelling at everyone. Am I right?
1: Yeah, like you know how <laughs> you guys
0: got yeah. girlfriends, you got wives. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't. Sorry, that's. Yeah. Look,
2: yeah, anything that remember, goes on with her—that's her, with her that's business. Mm. Uh, that's just that's just women's business. That's uh yeah yeah I'm I'm with you Lucy I would absolutely love to see like. A lawyer arguing mm. that case in court? Yeah. I want to see the detail. Oh, I want to get like,
3: would... a, um, an old, like a like a late 70s doctor in there like smoking cigarettes <laughs> on the stand. <laughs> like, explaining the like temperament of women. Oh. It's just Matt Berry, you know. Four Newports in his mouth. Just <laughs> be like,
1: are <"They're> crazy.
0: <laughs> so, she won this case obviously, but then Ansett took it to the high court- to appeal the decision, because they were really mad about this. Yeah, just I really
2: must insist that no women fly the plane.
0: Take the L. Yeah. Good God. And they kept <laughs> employing her, but then, during classroom training, Ansett attempted to sack her by claiming she had been at fault in a near-miss incident at Moorabbin Airport, despite an inquiry exonerating her and identifying the other pilot as being at fault. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Some dude looking at his phone, you know? That's so yeah, awesome no, that they I were are, just like... The
0: lady's problem.
1: Uh, no, it was our employees' fault.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Great yeah. Great company. As so many workplaces love to do. Yeah. Sorry, um, um, what, what mm-hmm. was this lady's name again?
0: Deborah was- Laurie.
2: Shout out Deborah Laurie. Go mm.
0: Yeah, big fan. She's apparently still a pilot and she is now a captain. So.
1: See that's Fuck yeah. so crazy. This should be one of those stories where it's like, and she died peacefully in 1998 at the age of 95. <laughs> Not like, oh,
0: and <laughs> right. she's still going. Yeah, <laughs> imagine, I had never imagine, heard of this lady, and good for her.
2: Yeah, imagine being able to say, no, no, I was the first one. Yep. And and also, I had to go. <laughs> I had to go to court, and then I had to go to the Supreme Court because they were like, no, for real, you can't fly the plane.
1: Uh, first in Australia. Well, first globally.
0: Ah, I think this is the first globally. I could Good be wrong, but I'm gracious. pretty sure this was the first Damn. commercial pilot globally as a woman. I guess,
2: I guess 1980 was like prime, you know, kind of married with children years.
0: That's true.
2: And I don't think Al would let Peg fly the uh, plane.
0: Mm, and that is true.
1: <laughs> the metric that you use uh-huh. for most things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So, we do have to shout out to someone, unfortunately, in this last paragraph. So, uh, when classroom training was completed in December 1979, she was not assigned to a training aircraft, despite the male trainees progressing to flight training. Insight Airlines had been taken over by Peter Abeles and Rupert Murdoch in late 1979. So Wardley, as she was named then, because she was married at the time, had previously trained Murdoch's brother-in-law. She telephoned him in early January 1980, informing him of the situation. Two days later, Rupert Murdoch issued a memo directing that she was to be treated the same as the male pilot candidates. Uh, Rupert Murdoch, feminist ally. What a
1: sweetheart. (laughs) I'd always thought that leathery outer skin was hiding the soul of a, That's a true ally
0: right he loves Rupert women he supports a girl Rupert boss Rupert Murdoch
2: uncancelled
0: uncancelled
2: <laughs> you know he's been uncancelled you keep those unpaid all right. taxes you Is old it, fuck <laughs> I, sorry I just I really want to know what um I really want to know what Rupert Murdoch looked like in the 1980s
0: I'd love to know please google because uh,
2: like, he's very leathery to us as like just a fucking he's quite leathery yeah extremely hmm. old dude you know
1: but there was a time could- when he was pre-leather.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say it. He still looked like shit.
4: Oh, yeah. well, that's good. Oh, so, no, like,
2: no. you know, shout out to a Ripper Murdoch, that. feminist ally. But you do look like shit in the 1980s. You know, a little picture's the good chat here. there for you.
0: And uh, the High Court dismissed Ansett's appeal in March 1980, probably because it was very stupid. <laughs> Yep.
2: Yeah, just 90% <laughs> of the testimony was about yeah, periods and Yeah, just like, oh,
0: well, ladies got their periods. What do, you, what do you want me to do about it? They can't be in the cockpit.
2: They're just very mysterious, Your Honor.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm glad Ansett collapsed.
1: Yeah, fuck Ansett. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck Ansett. Official position of the show. Uh, a company that no longer exists for anybody who is not Australian and also not over the age of... Thirty.
0: Mm. That's right. Um, They've been cancelled by the free market.
3: They were the they were the wheat bricks <laughs> of the uh, of the airline industry. Please uh, write Qantas, in. of course, <laughs> being the Vitaprits. Yeah. <laughs> Please write. No,
2: Bricks is the one that's still around that everybody eats. That's Qantas.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: Vitaprits is still around. I Who's eating
0: Vitabrits? Who is eating Vitabrits Nobody' Nobody's right
2: in. eating Vitabrits. I, have, I haven't seen Come them in on. a supermarket in years and years. That's Please. not true.
3: You haven't
1: looked. <laughs> no one's been looking for Vitabrits because they suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> might <be> the reason <laughs>
0: Please. I hey, don't know uh, they still exist. I was going to
1: check if this thing that I fucking hate is still on the shelves. Oh, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> still not going to get them.
0: Sure love it's a like Vitabrit uh, right now.
2: It's like Marmite, trying it every 10 years you to know, make sure you know, that it's, it's not treat, better you than a
3: vitabrit, yeah. You take a vitebrate, you, you put the knife right through the middle, you slice it all the way in half. You butter both halves, put uh put syrup in between, and then you chuck them back back in and you eat it like a like an Oreo.
2: Can I just say this is the most what Queenslander can... shit you have ever seen? Why
0: are you doing that with a tire? What are you, <laughs> <doing> <laughs> <that> <laughs> are you talking vitabrit? about? <laughs> what the
2: fuck? Uh, I am splitting a Vitabrit long ways and putting, sorry, golden syrup on it. And butter. And butter. And eating it like a sandwich. Oh. So you're you a, sound nice. insane.
0: Your you mom sound never crazy you, like, right now. <laughs>
1: regular snacks as a kid, hey? We were a no. snack free household as well. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I did some weird shit out of desperation.
2: Ben, ben lived on a snack free boat.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I certainly did, unless you oh. count those awful two-minute noodles that store indefinitely as a snack. Because I ate ten of those a day.
2: God. Even to this day, when I think that I'm going to eat some uh, mee goreng, if I, if I eat some, I'm just like, no, I'm still really sick of you.
1: Do you see the, the woman uh, who came up with the Indomie, I believe is the name of the company, like I N D O M I E. Mm-hmm. Uh, who came up with that me goring recipe, uh, she passed away like a month or so ago. RIP was... to
2: a legend, you know?
1: Oh, man, it's, it's a quality snack.
2: Pouring some out down the front of my shirt again.
1: Now, of course, if you wanted to get uh, some of that from Southeast Asia to Australia, you would have to do it via commercial shipping. Wow, Ben. It's funny you say that,
2: because mm-hmm. I have a song right here to go with our segment, The Shipping report. I'm itching for another edition of the Shipping
1: Report. Wow, that was so prompt. You're really prepared. Wow. Yeah, I had clicked on it earlier. One click. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Shipping Report is, of course, the segment where, with zero jokes, we read out some highlights from the uh, major maritime incidents globally of the preceding week. And here we go. Well, there's, there's,
2: there's a tagline that we have to go with this, which is, most fatalities removed.
1: Yes, all fatalities removed this time, which took my list from eight down to four. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Both communications and the automatic identification system on the container ship A. Dysen went dark for 30 hours as it was traveling through the Malacca Strait. Malacca. So everyone was like, hey, what the fuck? Where did the ship go? And then 30 hours they popped back up. I'm like, oh, hey, here we are.
3: Hey, yeah, we're just going through the Malacca Strait. You know, the reception's terrible through there. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> are we
2: are we saying are we endorsing the position on this podcast that the Malacca Strait is the new Bermuda Triangle?
1: That is the only possible conclusion we could come to. Stay away from the Malacca Strait. I yep. urge you.
2: You will vanish into the ether for 30 okay. minutes and you will come back knowing secrets that were formerly unknown. Things that cannot be unlearned. Sites that cannot be unseen.
1: Avoid that if you can. <laughs> Five crew members were kidnapped from the fishing vessel Atlantic Princess in the Gulf of Guinea. Uh, any, mm. None Anything of Anything further killed. on that? Okay. No, Did say any whether on
2: they that. got unkidnapped?
1: Haven't seen any updates, sorry. The brand new container ship Express Pearl caught on fire off the coast of Sri Lanka, resulting in a likely total loss of the vessel.
2: Oh, yeah, that is um, gone. Back to, back to waiting sorry. for pearls. Ben, can you just give me a second? This the is sad... the one thing we didn't want to happen.
1: I thought it was going to be a sad I... trombone noise that you've also got on the uh, on the soundboard there.
2: I didn't want to take my brand new container ship out and
3: set it on fire.
1: Did I just lose everyone for a second there?
3: Uh, you lost me. Yes,
1: me oh. too. Okay. All right. Uh, and finally, the container ship Gerda Mersk. I think I said that correctly, traveling from Malaysia to Yantian, China, was turned back after two cre- crew members tested positive for COVID-19.
2: Oh, you're being a real Melbourne right now, Gerdemirsk.
1: And that was, of course, the shipping report. It's what we yes, it came here to bring to you. <laughs> no jokes. Huh? No jokes.
2: I I think I was pretty good about not making jokes throughout that.
1: I feel like your little riff there about the Strait of Malacca uh, might have constituted a joke. You know what? One, one of my favorite mm. things about the shipping report is what is the mm. names of the ships?
2: Ben, you're trying to you're trying to come down here and smack the broom out of my hand.
1: I am trying to. I've walked <laughs> out into the dick sucking factory. I've walked in and I've slapped the dick right out of your mouth.
3: Hey, not not out of disrespect, but because uh, Andrew, you don't have to suck that dick alone.
1: Oh, we're double it, we'll baby.
3: Uh, to make
1: Were it clear we deliberately
0: hmm? sorry are hmm? no, we go deliberately go. not making any Malacca jokes?
1: Yes, I think so. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> okay. enough cultural context to know whether or not that's appropriate. Well mm, let me read up. out
0: the Quora definition of Malacca for wow. you please, please okay Greek term Greek term for someone who has jerked off so many times that his brain has become soft and he is now yes. an idiot.
1: Hey, maybe it's not a Bermuda Triangle situation in the Malacca Strait. It might just be that they've all jerked off too many times. Hmm.
3: Uh, Just forgot where they were.
2: You know how you get that. And we can uh, make
3: these jokes because
1: we're
2: all.
0: That's one joke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We are all pudding-brained as a result of masturbation. Yes. (laughs) You know how you get into the zone and it's only like as you're coming out the other side that you mm-hmm. see you see what you were looking at on the computer and you quickly go, close
1: oh, close the tap.
3: So you, you say they popped out the other end with a sort of <laughs> post-nut clarity. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh no! I'm, saying- <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. We're further down the
2: Malacca Strait. <laughs> you go, you go into the Malacca Strait, and you are overcome with the need to start jacking off. Oh, it's so weird.
3: All, like, like my vision kind of went, went tunnel. All the, all the sounds went down low.
1: Uh, I think maybe they were confused because for the first time they had uh, attempted to get off to Malacca gay. Hmm.
4: Let's we'll try. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> run oh, us through that one. <laughs> this is the worst we'll podcast go through that. Mm.
2: What were you saying about names, Ben? <laughs> uh, this is a the segment. Ships. The ships have great names. The ships have great
1: mm, names, and I really enjoy that names. about them. Uh, and this yeah. is a segment all about great names. It's the Great
2: American. Great American Old Name. Now, uh, this is of Wonderful. course uh,
1: the segment where we celebrate the great American tradition of having extremely fucked up, easy to identify as American names, uh, and this time <laughs> with a secret list I have kept hidden from my co-hosts. Oh, uh, I thought it was very
2: short with <laughs> no with a number names. of items. With
1: a number of items on the list of zero. That's because this list is proprietary and top secret. Uh, mm. Now, these are taken from the team roster of the college football team, the Texas A&M Aggies, from 1950 mm-hmm. through to 1980.
2: I want to hit pause for just a second and ask, do we know what Aggies...
1: Agricultural.
2: Agri- yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
2: Makes sense. Farmers. Farmers, is that what I'm saying? Texas yeah.
0: farmers? Yeah. That's a slur A&M- on farmers. A&M used
1: to stand for agricultural and mechanical, and then at some point in the 1970s, they voted to make A&M stand for nothing. Uh, They changed it, so it's just Texas A and M now.
2: Very postmodern approach. Hmm. All
1: right, here is a list of names. Lay it on me, Connie McGurk. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Beautiful, following the old dirty bastard style. Already
0: good,
1: Joe Boring.
2: (laughs) Sorry, boring or boring? Boring, boring.
1: Bobby Drake Keith.
2: That's that's prime country singer it's territory. That's very good.
1: Elwood Kettler. Mm. Norbert nice. Ohlendorf. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, I know Ohlendorf is kind of a weird name, but uh, we're going to smooth that whole thing out by giving them the first name.
0: Norb.
4: Norb,
2: Norb. I
0: assume mm, short Americans. for Norbert, but I, yeah, I is wouldn't shorten Norbert myself. <laughs> I think this is yeah.
3: the the I perfect time. This is the perfect time to to quickly note that. So last time we went through the um the bowling hall of fame, no, that was mm. the first
1: time with yeah. the uh bowling hall of fame. The second mm-hmm. time we did uh, select names from the two different uh, baseball conferences that existed. Uh, in
3: oh, like I missed that. Thirties and forties. But I remember after the first one, um, someone, an American person on Twitter, was like, "These are extremely normal American oh, names, that sounds <laughs> so like good. dead are seriously." I was like, though? "You don't, you don't understand." A oh, you
0: guys don't is- have guys named Chet Bergerson? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, keep that in
1: mind when I get towards the end of this list, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bobby Joe Conrad. Nice. Mm-hmm. Herb Wolf. Oh, that's, that's tight. Oh, that's that's a fucking that is type tight. Richard Gay, known to his (laughs) friends
0: (laughs) Sorry, Dick Gay?
1: (laughs) Dick Gay, that's right
2: (laughs) I feel like a child for how loud I laughed at that just now Um, Dick Gay? It's it's good
3: to (laughs) laugh
1: Buddy Payne Sorry, hear me with that one again Buddy Payne Buddy Payne Babe (laughs) Craig
0: (laughs) Babe Craig Babe Craig, sorry, you're right Babe Craig
1: Uh, Budgie Ford (laughs) Come on. Phil Scoggin. <laughs> oh.
2: Scoggin, is, Scoggin seems like a shockingly common name. Oh, mm. it's
1: such a wonderful ah, old timey name. <laughs> Bubba Collins. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Self. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm with you there, buddy. Corky Sheffield. <laughs> Buster Calloway. <laughs> Leonard Millsap. <laughs> Boyce Best.
4: Max Bird.
1: (laughs) That's the most bird you can be. (laughs) Mike Bunger. (laughs) Uh, And this is just a great pair of names one after the other, these next two. Bubba Bean and Ronnie Hubby.
2: (laughs) Bubba Bean, that is beautiful.
0: (laughs) No, I'm Bubba Bean.
1: (laughs) And I'm Ronnie Hubby. (laughs) Carl (laughs) Roaches. Billy Lemons. Hold on. like Carl with a K or a C. It's with a C. Okay. Uh, Ted Lamp.
2: <laughs> That's such an anchorman joke. Fuck
4: off.
0: Bucky Sam. America- <laughs> Americans probably I- listening, like, why are they laughing? What's funny? <laughs> What's funny about you? I don't get it. <laughs> why are you
1: laughing at the
2: guy called Ted Lamp?
1: <laughs> George Berger. <laughs>
2: Perfect prediction, Lucy.
1: Uh, tank
3: Marshall. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh, that's a title. Come on. <laughs> David tank Brothers. Marshall. I believe like that's two people. being
0: knighted in America, you get called Tank. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Randall Teat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the thing that gets me. So, first names being funny, like people... People get to call themselves weird things with the first name, right? Like Tank. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Great first name. Ridiculous. Thi- ridiculous <laughs> thing to call your child, but Teat is a last name. <laughs> no, he's so, he's the latest in the long lineage of-
4: <laughs> Long-lineated <of> teets. <laughs> long Long-line <laughs> Long-line te- I-, I come from I a proud it- lineage <laughs> of teets. <laughs>
1: Centuries of Teats. I know I, I know. Dad was is, a teet.
2: I always think of Hot Fuzz, where they have, like, all the characters in the village have the, the name. Like, of how like... did
1: this guy end up with Teat as a last name?
2: Yeah, Brewer or Baker or the Titty Guy. Yeah. Generations of people who sucking on a titty.
1: Frankie Lemons. Oh. I believe he might be related to Billy Lemons, it's hard to say. That's very Mafia-style name. Preston Dixon. <laughs> 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 Floyd Randall. Now, this mm-hmm. is not spelt Randall. As, this is R-A-N-D-L-E, which I really oh, enjoy. Oh, like Handle. Oh. But-
4: mm. Yeah.
1: Ernest like Jackson. That. Now, this is Ernest spelt like the word Ernest, not like the oh. name. So, it might just be a description of his character. Mm-hmm. And the final name on this list is Billy Cannon. Oh. oh.
4: Nice. I hope I like he that. was a pitcher. So strong.
1: I do Very have one strong. bonus name for you. Uh and this is the name of the Aggies coach from 1917 to 1927. That name is of course Dana X Bible. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yep,
1: Dana X Bible. The X is of course, as we all would have guessed, short for mm. Xenophon.
2: I feel like oh. if a I feel like if a Zuma musician SoundCloud artists name themselves Dana X Bible, it would yeah. be a bit on the nose. Mm. Would it? Wow.
0: It does sound very SoundCloud, huh?
2: It
3: does. It does. Sorry, I just realized you guys can see me getting groomed by Gnome. Aye. Yeah, this is
0: this is a real image here.
3: Gnome, you
1: are
0: cancelled. Wow. Stop grooming that young man. Is, this, is this normal?
3: Yeah, she <laughs> believes that I'm like her father, but like literally her father, so she will just... She's just sometimes licking
0: it's, Theo's head just to paint a picture. Sometimes it's
3: easier to just put just up on with it. Just go with it. Just go with it.
2: My cat does not do that. Um, I think I think cus has like some, some old lady arthritis, maybe. She seems to have some sore joints, you know. She's yeah. not jumping up on things as high as she used to. She's very, like it's a whole thing when she's going to jump up on the bed. She's like, all right, I'm going to get my front paws up first. <laughs> hang, a, hang out here for a little bit maybe do a bit a few stretches you know and then she'll drag herself up there uh, but yeah she's she's not grooming me you know mm.
3: So and Gnome is still going at this point oh absolutely yeah, and much much if so I move scary. she kind of follows my head around so she's a, anyway. a big very fluffy cat and we she's love she's
0: very them. fluffy
2: yes animals <laughs> <laughs> we love mhm Animal. She's back at it. She's grooming him again. She's <laughs> licking the side around. of Theo's head. Turned herself around to get closer.
0: <laughs> I don't all this stuff in your hair? we get this
1: helping you at this point, Theo. So yeah. yeah.
0: I've never had a cat do this to me.
2: <laughs> hmm. She is certainly. She's nothing if not. Cleaning all of
3: Theo's hairs.
1: <laughs> Louie does something similar mm-hmm. to this, but instead of licking the side of my head, he's licking his own penis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they're coming up to give you a kiss. <laughs> like the end of... Uh, oh, fuck that movie. Uh, if you know the end of which movie <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> describing. Sounds
4: great. Oh, boy. Oh. It, speaking of the end of things, Happiness.
2: Speaking oh, of licking your own God. penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, but if I could, I'd probably be doing it, you know? Hey,
1: with a penis like that, I don't
2: blame you. Mm. Shout out to friend of the show, Ben Boggs, <laughs> Louie. <laughs> about
1: to shout out your own <laughs> penis. Shout, shout out to out the to friend of the guy show, also. my penis.
4: Yep.
0: Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunte Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well boy do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just 5 US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just 5 US dollars for all of our bonus episodes, that's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you.
2: Yep. Uh, dogs. Animals. What is also an animal? A cow. But sometimes... Cow do something spooky. (laughs) It's a little unsettling. It's some kind of spooky. Oh, man.
4: You shall see hail
1: fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will.
2: I swear to God, man, you will see and know all those things. On this segment, <laughs> Omens Importance. Ben, yep. what did you see uh, that upset you like you were some kind of old Wiccan tossing a handful of bones on a plate and then becoming uh, freaked out by what you saw before you?
1: Well, this is a story that was submitted to us by, I believe, friend of the show, Theo, who is on this podcast. Hey. How's
3: it going? <laughs> Thanks, Theo. Nice.
0: Uh,
1: this is from the uh, I believe, newspaper Wales Online. And now stop what you're thinking. This mm-hmm. isn't <laughs> a website for <laughs> creatures in the order cetacea. <laughs> uh <laughs> it's actually for the country of Wales. Uh next headline is calf with three eyes is unlike any animal vet has ever seen. For starters, one extra eye. That's the biggest difference between it It just and sounds it.
0: like a calf.
1: But with a bonus eye. <laughs> a farm vet has shared photos of one of her strangest ever discoveries. A calf with three eyes. Maylon Hughes said she was testing cattle for tuberculosis at a farm in North Wales when she... <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. Uh, When she (laughs) spotted the bizarre-looking animal. The calf is around four months old and in good health, but it is unclear if it can see out of its extra eye, the Daily Post reports. So, am I to understand from this that for four months, no one noticed that there was a calf with three eyes? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't trust um, it.
2: We actually need to issue a retraction on the show at this Mm -hmm. point. Yeah, because this story came to us by way of um, Andrew, who is on this podcast.
1: Huh, that's odd that Theo didn't try and correct me about that. He's (laughs) mumbling in the sun. (laughs) He's far too busy being cleaned by this cat. Your waxy wings are melting, Theo. (laughs) You're hurtling back to earth.
2: (laughs) 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 She is is absolutely going to town on you, Theo.
3: It's like, um, you know when you're at the... uh, at the hairdresser, and uh-huh. you get in the you get the head massage with the with the shampoo, mm. and I uh, sometimes. Oh
1: man, yeah. If you're not getting a a, a shampoo and a scalp massage ch- at your hairdresser, they don't charge where the you, fuck you any are extra. You're
3: going no, you going to one of those cool hairdressers where they swear. Hey, bro. Um, hey, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, tight. Don't.
3: And do it. Um,
2: for for the record, I went today to my new
1: hairdresser of choice. And which ethnicity did you choose this time? Well. Uh, <laughs> I I went
2: with who I was given. Thank you very much to the barbershop. So
1: I, I, I would like to just clarify that I'm not saying that every time you go to a hairdresser, you wait until they bring out someone of a race that you like. I meant that you've been specifically. Were you going to? It was kind of like a Lebanese hairdresser. I, 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 to I, I, deal I was last saying
2: time. I was saying that generally I would go to a place that was either like clearly sort of Arab or or like Islander run.
1: Mm. Because, because you want that, uh, you want your fade to be perfect.
2: They're, yeah, they're all over the Clippers, you know. Uh, but yes, uh, I've been going to a place in the shopping center opposite my office building <clears> that <throat> charges thirty dollars for a haircut. So they are not—they uh, are not shampooing my hair and massaging me. Disappointing. But they are getting me in and out of there in like fifteen minutes. That's pretty good. All I want—I just want to get shaved up, you know. <laughs>
1: That's all all of us want. That's all a man wants. She said, vets tend to see all sorts of things. Cyclops, lambs, and animal's born with two heads. But I've never seen anything like this before. If I saw a cyclops I've lamb... I've never
0: seen or an animal with really, two heads.
1: Really downplaying. Was just like, oh, you know, that normal thing where a lamb with one eye is born and speaks to you with a human tongue. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. look, every day. But a third eye...
2: Well, I mean, really, Never seen that before. Really, all we're really talking about at the end of the day is an animal that has one more or one less
1: than the normal amount of eyes. Yeah, but apparently one more is crazier.
3: I feel like one less mm. is easier than one more. Yeah, you just fuck up one of the eyes.
0: Yeah, less
4: satanic.
2: Yeah, you don't make as much stuff.
3: That's
1: easier.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah, Anyone could tell you that.
3: If okay, you want a third fair. eye, you have to listen to Tool's album Anima. And that's how that
2: we're album, pronouncing that. Einema. That's interesting. I'm Got to
3: pronounce that <laughs> A and that E.
2: I am actually saying it like that from now on.
3: Mm.
1: Legitimately. Ain'ema.
3: Do you have much call cool in your life to. <laughs> He's talking about
1: that album every day Yeah
2: Shockingly (laughs) enough Neither my wife nor my two daughters Are starting a lot of conversations About the Tool album But you sure
1: are ending a lot of conversations (laughs) With that Yeah, again From the outside the extra eye looks fine It has eyelids and eyelashes And
3: it's moist too As if some kind of lubricant is being secreted Okay. No, please don't. Mm, uh, there is so much to disagree with in that sentence. Yep. I'd say the start, the middle, and the end. Well, three for three. Bad. Right?
2: <laughs> all bad. All bad. From the from Lucy, the outside, the
3: extra eye looks fine. Mm. I think tickles me.
2: <laughs> Lucy, this sentence that starts with "from the outside." What's your least favorite part of this sentence? From the outside. I mean, it sounds like a normal eye. It looks fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's They odd. just mean oh, looking at the so eye. Spooky.
0: They mean from not within the eye. It sounds like a normal eye. Well,
2: it's moist. I've been poking it it's moist. all day long.
0: But the way
1: she says as if some kind of lubricant is being secreted is as if... she's. It sounds like she's not just talking about how like the normal sort of moisture that you have in your not eye. Not just normal moisture, so eye, eye
0: maybe. Maybe. Like I, lady, th- I thought she just meant yeah. that it's working fine. Yeah, it's yeah. got
3: like glands. Yeah.
2: Touch your pussy. That's that's doing some of the same kind of stuff.
1: Right? Oh,
4: Jesus Christ!
0: <laughs> that eye's getting wet to the touch. What the fuck oh. is wrong, <laughs> people? Andrew's been <laughs> sipping on his done bitch juice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's so true. That's so true. I feel like having the videos on, video on is really
0: yeah is really see your everyone's eyes substance bit? intake. Mm. <laughs>
1: Uh, so I think See. this next quote from this woman is probably the most <laughs> crucial here. Mm-hmm. But it's impossible to know if anything is going on behind the eye. Yeah, what are the secret thoughts that lies within mm. the head of this satanic creature?
0: It's impossible to know if anything's going on behind anyone's eyes. Oh my! You fucking know,
1: God. Yeah. You're I feel doing how do you first know anyone philosophy. else? Is, oh shit!
4: Isn't
0: yeah. Awesome? How do you know anyone else is sentient? You know. What if like
1: uh, the <laughs> color I think is green, you think is like red? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's that
2: is crazy. That's so true. Yep. Tell, is telling so the true. newspaper that I can't tell if my cow's third eye is perceiving any additional
4: dimensions. <laughs> what if
1: I feel like Super three Mario eyes is too much. Mario thinks he's in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> the third eye what? is likely to be a developmental anomaly and is extremely rare. Oh, really? S- mm. Seven years ago, a calf with three eyes was born in India and was worshipped as a god. Well, Villagers in Tamil Nadu flock to visit the animal who was named after Lord Shiva, the Hindu god who is depicted with a third eye, representing wisdom and mm-hmm. insight. Mm. The North Wales calf, a dairy cross British blue animal, is unlikely to receive the same kind of attention. It should lead a, quote, normal life, Malin said. However, it is an animal destined for the food chain.
0: can't <laughs> eat I... the three-eyed cow.
1: Someone's <laughs> eaten that fucking three-eyed cow. like. 20 people are going to... Someone's getting beef mince. Mm -hmm. Someone's getting steak. Someone's getting leg roast. You know, someone's getting skirt. None of them know it is a satanic three-eyed cow.
2: Getting getting like a little bit of the three-eyed fucking sacred cow in my hamburger at the yes, baseball game. Yes, just standing,
3: no. uh, standing in the mince aisle going, oh, do I want the 3% satanic meat or should I splurge for the 5%?
1: You just get like a <laughs> shitty hamburger from like an English fish and chip shop and then you walk outside and start talking Aramaic. It's mm. like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking something's going Ooh. on. <laughs> something's
4: going <I> just- on. <laughs>
2: It's very depressing to see uh, a cow referred to as having a normal life when it goes to the slaughterhouse and gets eaten.
1: Yeah, I it say destined mm. for the food chain? Like, an animal in the wild a, is destined just for such the food a,
3: chain. Yeah.
2: Like, it's not like yeah. we're going to transport it to the savannah.
3: Is right? it, yeah, are they putting it in a lion enclosure?
1: Unless by food chain they mean a specific fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they are destined for Burger King. <laughs> oh dear. Or as they call it in England uh, The Duke of Burgers <laughs> Do they do They really
0: call it that? Sure no, I do. don't think
1: they have Burger King over there
0: No, I don't think that they do As we call it, Hungry Jacks
3: we Fucking Hungry do. Jacks Hungry Jacks Getting H- a
2: get fucking
0: whopper Or a yumbo
2: Getting that yumbo Shout out now to now. Hot Ham. <laughs> Shout out to friend of the show Marvin Enemy of the show, Marvin. Gone yumbo crazy. He has gone yumbo crazy. And if you follow him at uh, Bonaman Inc. on Twitter, uh, you'll get to see him turn a yumbo sideways and play with the five pieces of ham. of like the folds of a woman's generals. Wow. Well, not necessarily woman's
0: So genitals. check that out. Well, yeah, yeah. Check that think? out.
2: Check it out if you're into that kind of thing. And if you are... And it
0: is time to on. end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure seems like
1: it.
2: <laughs> oh, don't check out Enemy of the Show Marvin on Twitter. Don't do it. Help yourselves, you know? Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening to, uh, I guess, American Names, uh, Satanic Cow.
0: And some feminism. So, That's you've really feminism. come out on top feminism. Over, overall. Yeah. You've come out on top. You've learnt something today.
3: And we barely talked over you for any of the segments.
0: Yeah, only a little bit. (laughs)
4: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm answering for another edition of the Shipping Report. Ding, ding.